Hi, Sam here, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Monday Morning. I'm so happy to be back on Radio Headspace and to get to spend the next few weeks here with you. So if you've heard some of my previous episodes, you know that I've spent a lot of time in Sweden. And there were many elements that drew me to Sweden, from universal health care to a year of paid parental leave for everyone. It seemed to be the most ideal place on the planet. So when I arrived, my expectations were high. And at first, Sweden seemed to be meeting all of my expectations. The subways are quiet, everything is clean, buses and trains arrive on time, and people are pleasant. But as I stayed longer and eventually lived there for more than a year, certain aspects of Sweden began to wear on me. The harsh winters were hard, but there was something much harder. And it was this feeling of gut-wrenching loneliness that I felt on a daily basis as I moved about the city. An obvious factor is what many Swedes have described to me as an intense need to preserve privacy. Other Swedes have told me that they're all just pretty shy. When I asked my husband why no strangers talk or even look at each other in public, he literally said that Swedes respect each other's headspace. (laughs) I know, that was crazy to hear. And though I couldn't force myself to interpret this social isolation in any other way, I learned to accept it and make the best of it. I remember participating in a workshop about seven years ago that helped me to identify and name my top three values in life. Community was number three, after health and sanity. I often remind my clients about the importance of community, especially when it comes to maintaining a consistent meditation practice. In Buddhism, the Sangha, or community, is just as highly valued as the life of the Buddha and his teachings. To Buddhists, the Sangha is integral to the cultivation of virtue. There's a beautiful quote relating to this by a character in one of the great Swedish novels, Dr. Glass. It goes, People want to be loved. Failing that, admired. Failing that, feared. Failing that, hated and despised. They want to evoke some sort of sentiment. The soul shudders before the void and seeks connection at any price. I highly suggest taking time to reflect on your top values and to appreciate the ways you live in alignment with them. Having clarity about what you value most in life helps you to put your limited resources of time and energy into the aspects of your life that you care most about. A consistent meditation practice supports my number one value, my health and well-being. And I fill my need for community by hosting weekly Shabbat dinners, going to weekly trivia nights, and attending meditation groups online. If you're yearning for connection, see how you can create a community around a hobby or a practice like meditation instead of waiting to find the perfect fit. Meetup is a great hub for meeting people with similar interests And there are plenty of virtual meetups if you can't meet in person. I've also found it helpful to be super inclusive by inviting work colleagues or people I haven't known very long for dinner or to join our team for trivia one night. Even though we don't know each other, all of the teachers appreciate getting to know you better through the comments and questions that you send to us. 
So let us know how you create community where you live and what you enjoy most about your communities. That's it for me for today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you back here tomorrow.